Good day. This is Hal Alpiar, uh, together with Johnny Stites, and we have been talking about management techniques. And so today, um, we're going to focus a little bit on managing yourself, which helps you manage your business better. Um, Johnny, you have any opening thoughts you want to share with us about that subject? And then um, we're going to try something a little different today after that. Well, stress management to me is uh, more mental than it is physical. Although there are some physical attributes to uh, stress management, good health would be one, um, good, enough sleep would be another, but there, there's also a mental side to it. And we can talk some about that as we get into it. But I, I think that for anybody in business, you're gonna have those days when you have stress. I remember one morning uh, in my 44 year career, it only happened once, sitting in the library in the dark at two o'clock in the morning, wondering how am I going to solve this problem? And we'll talk how I did that. Well, you're lucky. I know a lot of people who go through that <laughs> routinely. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, you know, you're doing something right. Well, first thing I did is I got into something that I loved. I look forward to getting up and going to work every day of my 44 years. Some days were harder than others because of the uh, the tasks that were ahead of me, especially when you're dealing with uh, financial issues or bonding issues in the construction business, it was um, much more difficult dealing with them than it was even construction issues for me. Well, it makes a difference. As you said, when you're in a business you love, um, uh, unfortunately, in reality, a lot of folks are not in businesses that they love. They are doing it because they feel they have to or because it's a uh, an obligation from the family or because it's a, a job situation they've worked up to and now they're not happy with it. So a lot of other uh, stress kinds of factors, not not the least of which is maybe family related, um, come into play. And what I wanted to do was uh, see if we could give our listeners a, a four-step approach that actually works that um, I've had the uh, opportunity and the pleasure to introduce this to uh, over 50,000 people in my career <laughs> with training programs and classrooms and all that sort of thing. And it's a four-step process to being able to help yourself think more clearly, perform more confidently, feel more relaxed, and be more productive more often. Then the bottom line is that what it will do is it circulates the blood flow to your muscles so it makes your physical being more relaxed. At the same time, it sends more oxygen to your brain so that you can be more productive in your thinking. So if we're, you're ready for this, um, I'm going to give you the input about it. If you want more information for this, um, you can go to businessworks.us and put uh, at the top, there's a tab that says, are you breathing? And that'll give you the, the whole spiel. What the first step is to sit or stand, feet flat on the floor, hands at your sides, because if you cross your arms, legs, ankles, wrists, or whatever, you're constraining your blood and oxygen flow somewhat. <clears throat> and depending on how tight you are, that, that relates to it. 
Number so that's number one. See how easy this is. Number two, and millennials are doing that. They, <laughs> yeah. they're actually standing up to work at their computers. That's right. That's right. So, I don't do that, that but that, that works. I see a lot of them doing it, and it does work. It, you're right. Keep them sharp. Um, so number two is close your mouth. I know that's hard for a lot of people, <laughs> but uh, we want you to we want you to go through your nose. Take a slow, deep breath with your mouth closed. But direct the air that you take in to the bottom part of your lungs. So like a baby breathes with their stomach inside, in and out, um, instead of their chest, your stomach sticks out. Uh, it's the opposite of what you might usually do when you're breathing, where the tops of your lungs uh, are taking all of the air in and out. Um, so I want you to hold it at the bottom part of your lungs for a second or two. It helps to put a hand on your chest and a hand on your stomach so you can kind of feel it and guide that process. Now shift that air that you just breathed in with your mouth closed through your nose to the top part of your lungs so that your stomach is in and your chest is now out. You hold it there for a few seconds, then loosen your jaw Tighten your lips and exhale through your mouth in a slow, steady stream as if you were blowing into a balloon. So it comes out. So you can hear that air going through your lips. You're, you're going to want to do this so the escaping airflow sounds smooth without any hitches like. The goal is to eliminate that. Um, when you think you've breathed it all out, don't believe it. Give an extra little push or two at the end of each exhale. These extra pushes are what make that exercise work so well. And then right away, close your mouth, repeat the process again, and, and listen for those little hitches until you smooth them out. Talking about stress management, and we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back. This is Hal and Johnny, and uh, we're talking about stress management. You can get more at businessworks.us, and the tab on top says, Are You Breathing? And that'll fill you in on the details. But as you would begin any new exercise, go slow at first with this. Don't be alarmed if you feel slightly dizzy or you're coughing. Just return to your normal way of breathing and then work at this. Uh, your body signals like this means you probably could benefit even more than most uh, by, by mastering this. This technique is 5,000 years old. Uh, and it works for all ages and all levels of health. So there's it it, nothing special about it other than that it works. So if you practice it, you'll soon be doing this deep breathing the way most athletes and performers do on the spot, under stress, and daily for good ongoing health. And nobody will even notice. Now, if you, if you watch baseball, you see a pitcher every single pitch. They wind up, they're taking this deep breath. It's not advertised. You most people don't notice it. The sportscasters don't mention it, but that's what they're doing. So you're increasing blood flow, relax the muscles, boosting oxygen flow, make you more alert, and it soothes your neurological system. And every deep breath you take increases your productivity. So uh, we're going to leave it at that. I'm going to ask you to, uh, if you want more information, as I said, try that website. Uh, Johnny, you have a couple of thoughts on this that... Um, well, I do. Um as I mentioned earlier, earlier segment, we talked about um, the fact that there are times in any business career when you feel stress. It's oftentimes dealing with the things that you m most don't like to deal with, that the things that you really are, are not as good as, and so it creates more stress, like this program. 
More piles of bills. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm sitting here in this program, and I'm not as as comfortable as I would be in other venues because it's something that I'm not good at speaking to a radio audience and discussing uh, issues uh, related to business makes it very difficult for me to be without stress. Now, I don't have any trouble with my stomach sticking out, as you talked about. I'm not sure that has anything to do with breathing, but it certainly does um, (laughs) work in my case. Um, I do think that from my perspective, stress is something that is embodies more than just the physical attributes of one's body. The mental part of of a person's uh, health is probably as much or more to do with stress as the physical part. And dealing with the mental part is difficult. It's more difficult than dealing with the physical because physical, you can just go through motions and you can breathe in and out. But if you have to discipline your your thoughts or discipline your actions, that gets very difficult. And you remember the Bible says the tongue is an unruly instrument and it's hard to control the tongue. Well, that's because our, our tongue speaks out the things that are in our, in our bodies and our hearts and our minds. So we have to be able to control that. How much of that do you would you attribute to financial situations over piles of bills or loan payments or you know um, it it's only financial because financial oftentimes is one thing we don't control. Did our clients pay us? Did the bank give us the, the kind of loan that we really should have taken, or did we get one with bigger payments than we then we can afford that kind of thing once you get finances in a situation where you're not in control of them and they're in control of you, that creates stress. Well, you told me there was a point when in running your business that uh, um, pay, paying people's salaries was a, a big project well, yes. and a headache, and uh, well, somehow you got through that. We had that 125 people we had to pay every week, and so you, there's no tomorrow. If you don't get people paid, they don't stay, and your company goes downhill. So it's important that you not allow yourself to hire more people than you can afford. Uh, and when you do hire them, that you have methods to pay should somebody not pay you when they're supposed to, because that happens all the time. So good planning is certainly a, a way to eliminate stress in your business. Hiring people you can't afford, um, can, could you elaborate on that? Give an example maybe of something like that. So that's a well. One of the issues that occurs in business is the chicken and the egg. Do you hire good salesmen to make your sales go up, or do you wait till your sales go up to hire good salesmen? And you could put that in many different. Uh, yeah. If I'm a doctor, do I hire somebody to help me, or wait till my business gets up before I hire somebody to help me? Maybe that hiring somebody would help you bring your business up. If it didn't, then you're paying more than. Probably so you how, ought to. What could you tell someone about how to uh, be able to determine that well, answer? Well, that's a financial equation, and it's simple enough. You figure out how much money do I need to have coming in to have two people. And if I have enough to support them, I may have to cut some other things, but if I can support those two, then maybe that that's the time to go ahead and hire. And then the extra income that I'll get from the second person should allow me to add back in the things I cut earlier and make it more um, sustainable as a business. So it's really important that you not, 
And that's often overlooked by business people. They don't think about the financials because many entrepreneurs are not financial people. They're creators. They're innovators. And so you got to have financial is cut and dried. You know, it's so many dollars and cents. It's so many um, uh, credits and debits, and it all has to balance out perfectly. There's no equivocation there. There's no uh, variables and accounting. There, in, there, there, excuse me. There, uh, you just reminded me of a great quick story that uh, an accountant uh, who came into work every day for 40 or 50 years and every morning would come in and, and unlock his top right drawer and pull it out and look in it and then close it up and lock it back up again. And one day he passed away. And the whole rest of the staff were curious about what what it was that he kept looking at every morning, every single morning. So they got the keys and they opened the drawer and they pulled it open and it said, a big sign in there said, debit is on the side near the window. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I don't know. But if you're an accountant, you'll appreciate how that's funny. But (laughs) uh, we're talking professional practices as well and we – and we tend to think that people who are in the professions of some sort, accountants, lawyers, and doctors, don't have these kinds of issues. Well, the truth is they do. They probably have more of them, and they're for bigger amounts of money uh, uh, involved than than most of us uh, might have. And you know, so, Hal, a, a point here that we should make is that our creator understood this because even though there's a lot said in the in the Bible about love, there is a lot said in the Bible about fear, and fear creates stress. And so we have to be in a position to where we know how to deal with that. And it's important that you you not try to eliminate your fear or your stress without putting something back in its place. It'll just come right back. You you can't be a void. A person can't. Uh, many examples, Jesus said, if you ask the seven devils to go out, they're soon going to be cleansed, and they'll come back even more than what you had. All right. So that's a good way to end, I guess. We're going to take a quick break here. This is Hal and Johnny, and we'll see you in a minute. Well, welcome back. This is Hal and Johnny talking about stress management and some other stress management ideas and resources that we have yet to mention of course, you know, you may have heard about yoga. That's a terrific thing if you um, can get yourself in, involved with it. I think you'll find that it works well. Uh, regular exercise is uh, something people who don't do start to say, oh, no, not that again. But it's true, especially walking. And if you walk just three times a week for 20 minutes each, it's probably the, the best exercise you could get. Um, it, and uh, because it uses all of you and it gets you out of the house, so to speak, <laughs> or out of the office, uh, and it, it gives you an opportunity to pick a good place, by the way, um, and, and get some good shoes. And I'm told by many people who are in um, sports and, and athletics professionally, the best running shoes are the best walking shoes. In other words, just because a company says they have great walking shoes doesn't mean they are. You get go go for the best running shoes, and they will give you the kind of support you need. In cold weather, dress in layers. We don't have too much of that uh, here, but um, many of you who are listening to podcasts uh, have cold weather often. So it, it, before you hop out the door, um, you know, give some thought to where you're going. 
Uh, if you're walking against traffic on the road somewhere, uh, we hope you're not, but if you are, make sure you face the oncoming traffic so you can see each other. You know what's going on. If somebody looks a little swervy in their driving, uh, try to find a nice quiet area. That's the bottom line. Parks, beachfronts, wooded trails, wherever external noise and uh, activity can be minimized. Um, the only other thing I'll suggest about this, and I think it's really worth doing, is as you walk, with each step that you take, if you can say to yourself the things that you would imagine would be perfect for you to have in life uh, for yourself that will eliminate stress are things that you can mention as you do each step. So as you take steps uh, in order with your walking pattern, you can say, I am, and say it as if it was happening right now and you're already there. So I am relaxed, I am happy, I am healthy, I am physically fit, I am mentally alert. And, and whatever it is that fits into your mind that you see that you want to be. And then say it as if you already have it and use it as a, a thing you recite to yourself as you're doing this walking exercise. I think that that's something that it's a little tricky thing, but it works very effectively. Well, a, a perfect example of that is Gary Player. Every morning, Gary Player would look into the mirror and say, Gary Player, you are the greatest golfer on the face of the earth. And he kept doing that and doing that, and he basically became one of the greatest golfers on the face of the earth. And he he said that about himself before he was actually there. Yeah, because we can brainwash ourselves, basically. You psych we it can. up, and, and you, you know, if you do that, your whole mind is focused on what it is that you're saying and thinking Wasn't it Norman Vincent Peale talked about the power? Uh, he said, uh, think and grow rich, or uh, no, see, it was uh, Norman Vincent Peale. Napoleon Hill. Uh, 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 he, yeah, Napoleon Hill said, right. think and grow rich. Yeah. Uh, Norman Vincent Peale talked about the power of positive thinking. Right. You can think yourself to a position that you need to, That's right. to go. That's and right. so it's amazing the power of our mind. Um, that's why it's so foolish for people to do things that clutters their mind, be it drinking or drugs or whatever. They're killing the most, one of the most important parts of their body. It's the part that keeps us from being animals. And we're on the brink of intelligence. Uh, uh, artificial uh, intelligence. Artificial intelligence. I think yeah. I have you know artificial I intelligence. Johnny's got more artificial intelligence <laughs> than I do. So, um, yeah. but but yeah, you know that really uh, is on the the edge of changing. It's already starting to change a lot of people's lives. Um, Some and, people are afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it can be very fearful if you don't know. How to think. <laughs> and right. if you don't know how to think, maybe a breathing exercise would help or taking walks would help it or doing something It goes back to that else. thing we were talking about, fear. Fear can consume you if you allow it That's to. Right. That's right. And you have to, pre you have to pre prepare yourself, be it uh, yoga or some physical. Yeah. Something that will help you put that in the background That's right. of your mind instead of in the forefront. You your, your walking um, idea was good. Think about positive things as you're walking uh, a lot of you see a lot of sports athletes um, do that a lot. They put on their earphones and they're listening to things as they're getting ready for the big game, and and the the uh, podcasts are listening to many times are podcasts talking about excellence and people that are instructing them 
to think positive about what they're getting ready to do. Right. And sometimes just music, because music soothes the soul, too. Sometimes that will. It uh, will. Sometimes that will, yes. This, so. is, this is Hal and Johnny you're listening to. Um, we, um, we're on the subject of stress management because every, everyone experiences stress. And particularly if you have your own business, there are more sources of stress than if you are working for someone. Um, that, that can be stressful as well, of course. But um, running the business, there are so many more things to think about than a particular job function. And, and we've been identifying some of those in our discussions here. Um, Johnny, I wonder if you could maybe share with us a little bit your, your experiences in the Navy. How did sailors manage stress aboard ship? Was there any stress? And, and what, did, what did they do? What did you do? I listened to music sometimes, and uh, that was an important uh, break from what we were typically doing. Um, this is rap music, are you? No, I didn't <laughs> listen to that. I, I was a 60s, 50s and 60s guy. Ah, okay. I listened to that kind of music. I don't think rap was even there when I was in the Navy. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um, I, I do remember spending times with uh, people on my ship that uh, reported to me um, having times for Bible reading and and singing together and trying to encourage each other that way. And that, that takes stress away? That's yeah, for sure. it did take stress away. Um, when you're in the um, field of conflict and there's people out there trying to shoot you and damage the ships you're on, then it makes a big difference. Now, we weren't in as much harm's way as the guys who were in country, but nevertheless, we were still there at the Tonkin Gulf and the DMZ. You never knew when somebody was going to come up at night and just attach a bomb to the side of your ship and blow it up because that had been happening in some cases. So we try not to think about the negatives, but to think about the positives. So, so taking breaks and and um, and sharing time with others uh, uh, away from the subject of where you are, either in the service or in business, uh, but but kind of moving away from that. Another thing we did uh, on the ship was a lot of guys, including me, had pictures of our wives and our children, and we would look at those pictures and encouragement in those times when you get kind of sad to be away from home. Um, so, you know, taking breaks uh, like that mentally um, is an important factor. Uh, participating in sports or watching sports uh, is another another area. Hiking, boating, even cutting your grass out there. And I think pets may be the number one stress reliever. All kinds of things have a bearing. It's up to you to pick what works best for you and then get with it. You know, this is an opportunity to transform your your stress and um, and be more productive more often. Yeah, don't let circumstances change you. You change your circumstances. There you go. Well, thank you very much, uh, listeners. We hope that you have a great day, and we look forward to next week when we'll be talking about time management.